We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. It's the Dork Podcast. It's the Dork Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dork Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs, a.k.a. Rhino Von Dino. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? It's good to be back after after a week off. It's been nice. It's it been is. Nice to, you know. Uh, I started to miss it a little bit. Now, some yeah. some interesting news for you, though. Big, yes. big life-changing events. You know, Huge life-changing event. I took the week off of work. I wasn't really talking about that. Oh, no, the you, vacation week. Oh, yes. The vacation oh, week. Oh, yes. yes. Yes, Ryan. I uh, I now have a uh, a child. That you're going to be responsible. You're responsible for another human being. It's, that's crazy. I've decided that I'm probably going to begin every sentence from here on out as... As a father, that's what I have. Um, <laughs> someone I'm close with, um, a member of not a member of my immediate family, but someone I like closely who starts every sentence with was well, a mother of two. Oh, God, that's yeah. See, I can't do that yet. I can't. Do yeah. Two, but don't, trust me, I will. When, when the time but, comes, I will <laughs> do. Two. No, but there's like a there's no even when there's no segue for it. Oh, that was really good. Yeah. All right. Well. Let's go. Uh, oh, so we're, obviously we're going to be talking about Spider-Man Far From yeah. Home, and it was a weird kind of thing because it came out on a Tuesday, obviously with the with the Fourth of July and everything else. And we're recording this late in the week. I know it's a holiday week, so I'm sure people will be catching up to this later on. But after you saw the movie, yep, you texted me and said you didn't say a word about the film yet. You no. just said, "quote I saw the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen a grown man do." Yes. Now, Ryan. You know that I am curious like a cat, yeah, and that's why my friends call me Whiskers. Exactly, yeah. So when I heard that, it piqued my interest, but I purposely did not want to know the story until we started recording the podcast. Yeah, so when I tell you this story, the reaction you'll get from Rich Keefe, he does not know what happened yet. I have no clue. It's but I have, I have had, and people are going to think I'm making this up because I always tell stories about things that happen to me in the movie theater, and people think like I just have like the best luck in the world. Right. When right. I, I must because I have seen some insane shit in the movie theater before. See, you, one, saw, you saw Godzilla with no one else in the theater. Nobody in the theater. Which that a handful of times I've seen movies like a few weeks after they've come out and like random early ass times. And I might be the first guy in there. And I'm always thinking this might be the time that I'm alone. And then lo and behold, Two, three people always show up. Always you, show up. Do you want to peek behind the curtain, Richard? Do you want to peek behind my psyche? Of course I do. And this is going to take... This, I hope this doesn't take a dark turn. Remember that thing oh, where the oh kid boy. dressed up as the Joker during the dark night and like, shot up like the movie theater? Jesus Christ. Well, you remember when... The, like, that fucked me up. Yeah. Like, for a long time. And I don't believe like, you. I think about it from now every now I, and again. Every now and again, I think... And I don't like crowded movie theaters now. No. So I... T- I purposely pick times where i know there's going to be like the least amount of people guess what guess what time i saw spider-man far from home what time did you saw it on tuesday and on yeah. the day the premiere what time did you see it guess uh 11 30 a.m 
10.30 a.m. 10.30 a.m. <laughs> and I bet you, but that's the thing. It's a Packed. double-edged sword because the time where, the earlier times where you're going to be like, oh, there's not going to be a lot of people, there's going to be a lot of kids. Well, so yeah, there, were, there were definitely kids and it was full, it was a full house. And so let me ask you this, as, as a father, Ryan, yeah. as, as, father, a father, as a father of two, yeah. as a father of two, I, I think you can, uh, so my daughter was born last Friday. Yes. We're recording this on a Friday. So happy mm-hmm. one week anniversary or one week birthday to her. But we got back from the hospital on a Monday. Yeah. I saw Spider-Man on a Tuesday. Does not make you a bad father. If that's Thank the you. Question. That it was the not. next question. Thank it you very not. much. And here, here's my rationale. And I feel yeah. like nobody else cares but me. And I keep bringing this up. Like my wife yeah. doesn't care at all, which makes her the best in the world. But I just, mm-hmm. what happened was her mom was also staying with us. Okay. Yes. Yeah, she and, had help. You know, so we, we had, we had some help. Mm-hmm. Uh, knock on wood. Uh, the little baby's been doing a nice job sleeping. Nice. And I said, well, if I get up, I'll do what I need to do in the morning. Mm-hmm. Then I'll I'll go see the movie. Then I'll go grocery shopping. So you give me a nice. long list. I'll on my way home. I'll have a full car full of shit. Helpful, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so nobody cared, but I just feel like somewhat guilty about it. But I'm like, I don't really feel guilty this movie because I, and this is the shit that nobody tells you. Um, newborns eat, sleep, shit, eat, sleep, shit. That like that's what they do. And yeah. and you, I know. Um, me, you have nipple. I have nipples. Greg, can you milk me? But there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Other than hold a bottle if the baby's taking a bottle. But. She's taking a bottle, so I'm giving okay. her a bottle. So you can do that. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, yeah. it's not you. No. You know? so. And I'm not, yeah. So anyway, so I saw the movie, two hours, nine minutes. You know. But also, let, let's make it clear, I wouldn't have gone two days after returning from the hospital to go see Brightburn. No. I wouldn't have done that have. to go see Godzilla, King no. of the Monsters. No. I went and did it because of because of you out there listening. You out there that support the Hashtag Dork Podcast, you say, these guys can't take two weeks off from an MCU movie or we we're going to find a new podcast. Yeah. We're not going to do it. Well, and who are we? we? We look like Daydream Johnnies. You know, we're not doing right. anything we're supposed to be doing. And, you know. And if, if nothing else, Ryan, we are not Daydream Johnnies. <laughs> you you want to say that again? <laughs> I don't, no, I'll, I'll fix it in post. That's one of my favorite lines from, and this we're completely off the off topic That's at fine. this point. But uh, as a father, of, Ryan, I'm going to father the light. I got baby brain. The life aquatic <laughs> with Steve Zissou. Yeah, there's two lines where he says he's uh, what's his name? Owen Wilson goes up to him and goes, "Hello, hello, Captain yeah. Zissou. I'm Ned Plimpton," and he goes, "He goes, okay, man," and keeps walking. Yeah. I say that to people all the time. <laughs> he goes, "Wow, wow," and then. Wow. Uh, he, he talks about the Portuguese man of war or something like that. And he said, oh, you know, if you're saying things often, you don't give, you don't give me the heads up. I'm going to look like a daydream Johnny. <laughs> I also like how he always makes his intern make him a rum and Coke. That is nice. Yeah, that is, that is pretty good. <laughs> but anyway, circling back, we circling will back. get to Ryan's story of the yes. most ridiculous thing he's ever seen a grown man do. Cause it, it again, it piqued my interest, curious like a cat, but Ryan, before we do that, we're, we're, we're teasing. It's a podcast. You're not going podcast. anywhere, we're but we're going to tease it, it anyway. Yeah. Let's get to some of the news that we've missed. Hit it, baby. Stranger Things season three is currently streaming on Netflix. We will do a standalone episode, of course. Uh, you can probably check the archives on season one and season two. Uh, maybe we can even repost those or something. But season three is out. Uh, I have seen two of the eight episodes, and uh, it's Stranger Things. I'm enjoying it. You're enjoying it. I've seen zero. Okay, I'm in the bit of I'm in I'm in the doghouse a bit. Oh my god, what now? I saw Spider Man by myself without my wife, so and I was like. Yeah, now I gotta I gotta put the brakes on it. I can't watch it without her. 
No, weird, you gotta you gotta wait. Yeah, this is yeah. a show that I'm also so. If I if this was a show that my wife had no interest in, I'd be done. But yes. she does have interest in it, so we have had time to actually sit down together and watch two episodes so far. Is so, there sweet Steve Dustin action? Uh, well, now let's not give anything away. But yes, okay. Now don't tell me what it is, but I want <laughs> just some of that sweet action. Yeah. Now there, yeah. there is. Um. Yeah. I'm not. Oh, yeah. I won't say anything else about it. But it, it's yeah. it's obviously good, and it's on our radar, and we'll get to it. I don't know if it'll be next week or the week after, but we'll yep. we'll definitely get to it. Eight episodes is nice. That's so manageable. Yeah. I'm and like crank first, it up this weekend. And the first two that I've seen were like 50 minutes. So like Perfect. they weren't even the full hour. So Perfect. it's like, it's yeah. really nice. Uh, also on Netflix, Ryan, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, man. Available now. Now you can watch it. You have no excuse not to watch it. Um, yeah. One of the best Spider-Man movies. I would say top. We did the best in, best in series with Mac and Goo. Yes. Um, I would say my favorite Spider-Man movie. Might yeah. not be the best, but my favorite. I can understand that completely. Mm-hmm. I think I still have Homecoming, and we'll hey, listen, coming up, we're gonna reset those rankings in we're a moment. Reset it, yeah. But um, but going into uh, Far From Home, I think I had Homecoming just ahead of it. But Spider Verse is just awesome, just yeah. just incredible. So check that out, uh, Ryan. This is also pretty uh, pretty exciting news. A Gremlins animated prequel series has been ordered by Warner Media. For apparently they are also going to get into the streaming service business. Yeah, I don't know. And they I said they said what better way to dive in than with a Gremlins animated prequel? I don't know. Animated <laughs> throws me off with Gremlins. I think part of the appeal with Gremlins was the animatronic, you know, Muppet mm-hmm. Gremlins. I think I think animated kind of I'm out on this. Yeah, I w- I am in. I will give it a yep. go. You you are a big Gremlins guy. I love. I love Gremlins, and I will of, give it. I will give it a shot. A lot of talk with Die Hard is Gremlins a Christmas movie? Yes, it absolutely is. Okay, good. Gremlins good. is because again, the little Mogwai was a Christmas gift. It was a Christmas gift, and there was a Christmas tree involved. Oh, the, the goddamn Gremlins all up in Corey the light. Feld, Corey Feldman runs the uh, Christmas tree farm with his yeah. dad. Yeah, I think when a movie had. Well, we don't need to get into that. But yes, we I don't think get it into is. that. Now, would you call it? What would? What would you label Gremlins as? What would be the first genre? Would it be horror? Have to be, right? Yeah, horror or like... It's like family horror. Fantasy, maybe? Maybe. Sci-fi? Sci-fi-ish. Ish. Yes. Hey, listen, we're asking the tough questions here. Yeah, yeah hard-hitting questions. We don't, give, we don't give a rat's ass. Ryan, this news to me came out of nowhere. And... I am somebody that uh, read much of the Walking Dead comic and then kind of bailed. I watched much, much more of the show than you did, sure. then, then bailed. And part of my issue with both was I liked them. And at their highs, they're both very, very good, the comic and the TV show. But then I'm like, man, I don't think these guys have any end in sight. And they might just keep making money. And this may never, ever come to an end. Well, apparently, the news is the Walking Dead comic book is coming to an end. They know when it's going to be done. They only have a few more issues or whatever it is. So I'm actually really intrigued by this. I'm going to fi- I'm going to try to remember where I left off, dive back in, and then finish the series. So you would say you're surprised that yeah. this comic book has kind of came out of nowhere that this comic book is coming to an end? Yes. I am equally surprised that it was still going. <laughs> How about that? No? Hey, um, fair. No, and I thought part of the appeal, I read the first two trades, so I read the first, like, whatever, the first two volumes. Yes. And, yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. thing, and one of the things that I liked about it is, like, you never knew who could come and who can go. So they there was this, it was set up so that it could perpetually go on forever. 
Yeah, until they decided to call it quits. So we're like, you know, characters would come, characters would go, you know, you have some favorites go. And so it's nice to, you know, that I want, but I'm interested. I want to, I'm not going to read the whole thing now, but I want to see what happens. How it, how it ends for yeah, sure. Like how it ends. Because I would say like, if you take the first issue, even like forget even the first volume, like the first issue of the Walking Dead comic, like that is awesome. Like I'd put yeah. that up there with almost any other comic. No, that's oh. really, it's really good. I actually thought about this the other day. Somebody emailed us a uh, good, good point too. And just saying how we don't really talk a ton of comics, which is true. I mean, it's, we ma- did, we did in the past. We've kind of, uh, the MCU is kind of, and, and Netflix has kind of taken over this podcast, but uh, maybe that's something we should like explore getting back into. And so what I was thinking is sort of piggybacking off of, or uh, let me, uh, let me kick flip off of the episode we did about uh, best TV shows you've never seen. What about yeah. best comics you've never yeah. read? Yeah, that's a good one. So basically um, just everything but Watchmen. Anything but Watchmen. Uh, an interesting day in uh, This Week in Dork. I, I recently found out, I didn't, didn't mention it on the podcast, but I will be teaching a course at my school in graphic novels. Really? This year, yeah. So now I'm a teacher of graphic novels. So there'll you be more need comic me talk. to help you with the syllabus. Well, I, I was working on the syllabus and I had to like ratchet it back. So I'm like, we can do this, this. But basically, I'm, I've narrowed it down to three graphic novels because it's only a semester class. Mouse. No, uh, they do Mouse in junior year, so I, that's out. So I'm doing uh, Watchmen. I'm nice. doing Why the Last Man. Oh, I like that. Why the Last uh, Man? Yeah, it's really good. And I had a, like a classic, and then I had uh, the Will Eisner one. Um, what about Saga? So Saga's a little too. Um, oh, that's intense. Actually, it's a little too intense. Well, there's a lot of sex in it, and that might be a little much. There, there is, uh, but I'm doing, it's considered the very first graphic novel. Um, Peanuts? No. <laughs> um, it is. It's actually just a, a collection of the far side. <laughs> it is not. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Um, it's a Will Eisner book. Um, Hence the Eisner Awards. Yes. So it is considered, yes, the Eisner Award for achievement in graphic novels um and shit now i forget the uh a, a contract with god so which a is contract a, with god why the last man and watchman watchman interesting yeah so well, i'm excited I'm very, about that i mean i'm equally as excited about that but anyway mm-hmm. walking dead check that out and we will do an episode on uh or maybe we'll just stream Davy's classroom one day, and you can just yeah, we can like, all, like we, your what <laughs> like I can do is I can twitch, wall. I can twitch, and anyone who on uh, who wants to audit my class. Well, that's you a know, good idea. Can, yeah, there we go. Can I get credit? Any kind of credits? Uh, yeah, we can get some credits, some college credits for that. Like a you know, is that an AP course? <laughs> it's not, unfortunately. <clears throat> But maybe we'll make it a full year. Maybe you know people can audit my graphic novels class. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, that, yeah, you could do a couple different ones because there's so mm-hmm. there's so many good ones to choose from. But anyway, all right, Ryan, that's the, that's the news that I got. Should we get to your news? Let's do it. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Ryan, what do you got? Oh, I got three quick things. So okay. one, uh, there is now a Stranger Things Fortnite crossover. Are you into this? You know what? Not really. Me neither. Uh, moving on. So now... Um, I was watching this on Twitch. I'm really excited about it. Richard, this is news that we've been sitting on for a long time and a long time in the podcasting world is a couple days. You and I were watching on Twitch. Billy Mitchell himself this on Twitch as we speak He's is back. practicing. Yeah. So what happened is all of his records 
have been vacated, right? Including he's like the, the Fab Five. The the in 1999, the perfect score in Pac Man that he got live at Fun Spot. And there's like something about how he petitioned for more lives in this game, but like it didn't matter because he never died. So like they just like annulled it. So Billy Mitchell this think weekend. About that, think about that sentence for a minute. Yeah, he petitioned like the for more twin lives. galaxies to have like five lives instead of three or something like that. So stupid. So they're like that doesn't count. Whatever. Whatever. Fine. So this weekend, not to timestamp this, but Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Fun Spot in our backyard, our home, former backyard of uh, Weir's Beach, New Hampshire, Billy Mitchell will try to get another perfect game in Pac-Man on the same machine he did 20 years ago. Wow. Unfortunately, family commitments have kept us from being there, but I did <laughs> promise, I did promise Mac and Goo um, that if Brian Koo showed up at this event, oh, I would have punched God. him in the face. You would have had to. Um, so the, originally this was scheduled for July 3rd and I would have been in town and I would have gone. Oh my God. It but since been it's this weekend, I can't be there. Is that, would that be the absolute pinnacle for hashtag dork? I think it would be hosted an episode at fun spot while Billy Mitchell is trying to like, we could have <laughs> like, if anything ever happens like that again, like we have to go. Yeah. Like the, 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 the opportunity to interview Billy Mitchell, Billy Mitchell. I think we're done after that, right? That's probably it. We could probably, probably we might be able to get him. We might. Be I able bet to we get could him get him. I bet we could get him on. And, and it would be nice to him. I would be too. I'm in on Billy Mitchell. Like he I'm want, in on like, Billy Mitchell. He's such a good villain. Like I am so in on Billy such Mitchell. Such a now, good heel. He he was such an asshole to that guy, that absolute Millhouse from. Yeah, Washington, but that guy's but. such a dip. He's such, he just like <laughs> such a dip, though. You know what I mean? He just such like a. He just cries all the time. That guy cried way too much. Well, he cried a lot, but he was also treated unfairly. As a father of two, yeah, you know, he's taking the time out of it. You know, he's taking the time out. Listen, seeing it on the other side now, Ryan, as I as I have been for a week, just getting uh, kicked. The guy, how about like what is was it? His wife was like, yeah, you know, he just he's never good at anything. No, he was like pretty good at a lot of stuff. He just couldn't ever like win. He's never a winner. You're like, and then oh. she's like, for no reason, she's like, oh yeah. By the way, did I tell you he got laid off the day we closed on our house? And she's like, why would you? Say, why would you tell him that? Like, you know, this is a documentary that people are going to yeah, see, like, right? Who is this? Yeah, you're his wife. Uh, All right, but anyway, so the last bit of news I have yeah. is there. Uh, this was probably they said this would not happen, but then surprise, surprise, the people at Insomniac and PlayStation released the two new suits from spider-man far from home in the spider-man playstation 4 game they look sharp especially nice. in hd um break out your photo mode they look sick uh they're free and they're free so uh good come up so there's that well right nice segue. let me let me stale fish off of that yep. into the topic du jour i'm sorry oh it's the, i'm sorry uh, it's the topic of the day oh no i know what that is now because i just spent a week in montreal so i speak a little french Ooh. now how about that? What you? What was the big? What'd you do in Montreal? Uh, I was a teachers' a boys' school conference. <laughs> Were you at McGill? Uh, close to it. Yeah. Very close to downtown Montreal. I was a. I was a block away from Rue de Saint Catherine. Oh, oh boy! Did which has her? become. It's become a bit of like a Newberry Street, but really, back in the day, back in the day, it was Oof. a. That was a houses of ill repute and such. You get into some trouble there. You do, and I did. I'll never forget. I think I was like sixteen. And I went there and I went with all the guys. Remember like Billy and Mo yep. and like Laundre and Broma, like all those guys. Yeah. I went with all those guys and holy smokes. 
I was not much, I was not a drinker in high school, but then no. you, you go up there and you had just you had to be just you're fitting in. <laughs> and I'll never forget we were in like a I think it was like a, like an like an adult club. Yeah, sure. And there was Gentleman's two club. like there was two like circle tables. Yep. And like I knew we were at one of them. And then like I got up, probably went to the bathroom, or whatever. And then I came back. And I went to the other one, and all I did was circle it, looking for the guys. I thought they left me. I was just circling the table, circling um, the table. If you were, and then if finally, you were, somebody uh, came up to me. It was like, uh, "Keith, we're over, we're over here." <laughs> if you um, if you were at the establishment, I think you're talking about that no longer exists. That was like that figure eight thing. No, the 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 oh, the, the, the place. Uh, the, the, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's there, Probably but it's the no longer open. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of memories. We could do a whole Montreal episode, probably. Yeah, we could. We could do that. <laughs> but we're not going to. Instead, Ryan, we're going to do an episode on Spider-Man Far From Home. Sure. Which was a film which was two hours and nine minutes. Got a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes currently. That's from the critics. 97% from the audience. And uh, not only are we going to start spoiler-free, but in fact, we're going to start by paying off the big tease. Big tease. You texted me. Quote, yes. I saw the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen a grown man do. Please explain. Okay. So this involves a voice and it involves some shouting. All right. So <laughs> back away from the mic. <laughs> yeah. So I uh so I show up at the theater, you know, I got I got my gingy, I got my large poppy, I'm mm-hmm. sitting there, right? And the, the theater is largely, I would say it's about 20% full. Okay. I have an entire row to myself. Wow. Um, it's an IMAX theater, it's pretty big, so it's you know, I not unheard of. Along comes this father and son. Now, this this father is about probably in his mid-40s, like not that much older than me. His okay. son is probably like 11 or 12. All right. So they sit right next to me because it's assigned seating. So they're right next to me. The father is next to me. The son is next to him. Yeah, the three of us are right there. Right, I'm right in the middle. Dead yeah. Row J, which is if you're in uh, IMAX, you know, like, yeah. I got it. So... The father sits down. This is a whole story. So we're going to get it. So the father sits down in the, I, I'm like eating my popcorn. I'm sending a tweet. I'm doing all this stuff. And I hear him go, well, Jesus Christ, Kyle, why did you come all the way here? If you knew you had to go to the bathroom <laughs> and the kid's like, I just, and the kid goes, he's like 12. He's like, I just have to pee. And he goes, God damn it. And so Kyle goes, Kyle goes off on his way. I yeah, already we, love it. I already love no, it. So, so we're sitting there. And then uh, the preview start. And it starts with, um, I think it's like The Lion King or something. Like so, like a, a movie. So the guy watches the trailer, right? Yeah. Then the trailer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood comes on. Which I was right? surprised they put that on for Spider-Man. I was surprised too. Yeah. But I look over at this guy and he is, I'm not kidding, he has his fingers in his ears, oh boy. his eyes shut, and he's got his head between his knees, right? <laughs> and he's humming, and he's like rocking back and forth like Rain Man. He doesn't want to see it, right? He doesn't want to see it. Right? He he see it. it could have been me. He would have been <laughs> so it gets better because the next one is for Joker. So oh. he gets done. He looks up at the screen and sees like Joaquin Phoenix's face. He goes... I'm not kidding, Rich. He goes, Kyle, is this Joker? <laughs> and Kyle goes, he's still got his fingers in his ears, so he can't tell how loud he's being, right? He goes, Kyle, is this Joker? And Kyle goes, 
Yeah, and he goes, Jesus Christ, and goes down between his knees <laughs> and starts humming, starts doing the thing again. <laughs> I swear to God, that really happened. He started like rocking. He was like, ah, it's like, Jesus Christ, Kyle. Like it was Poor Kyle's Kyle. Fault. Poor fucking Kyle, man. He's got no chance. Like the whole thing is like, it, you live with the internet. Like you have right. everyone. He didn't want to watch the trailer. He didn't want to see the trailer. He didn't <laughs> want to like Joker. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> like no, no, no. It's a Gladiator reboot. They're bringing uh, back Gladiator. He was so mad at Kyle for the trailers coming. And by the way, you sit. He knew he was early for the movie. He knew trailers were coming. So here's the tip: if you don't want to, if you don't want to see any trailers, which I'm getting to the point where I really don't, because I see, I do. I mean, I watch the trailers, but I'm saying. I don't need to see him in the theater. I've already no. seen him like weeks. And I, I'm never surprised. You're never going to be surprised. Yeah. So you can honestly say you go to a 1030 a.m. show like a psychopath like me. Yep. That really is an 11 o'clock show. Or like 1045, 10, 10 of 10. Yeah. yeah. By yeah. the time you get through all the commercials and stuff like. Yeah. Like so. And if you're this psycho about spoilers, like show up. Or you're that psycho cool. about everything. Why would you come all the way here if you knew you had to go to the bathroom? God damn it, Kyle. <laughs> I hope so that's Kyle my least... story. That is the most insane thing I've ever seen. Now, and I was trying to get a picture or a video of it, but there were like people all around me and they didn't want to be look like a dick. So did he you know? talk during the movie? This no, guy? no, not at all. But, um, mm. but he was like, yeah, he was a very serious moviegoer. So I was next to a woman who talked a decent amount through the movie, but it was all like nonsense stuff. Like, giving advice and like <laughs> two ma- characters or the purpose person yep. she was with. Nope. Giving out some advice to the characters. She would also um, just like say at times, like what was happening? Like she was kind of a play by play person at heart. Yeah. Yep. And like the reactions where nobody else in the audience is reacting and yet she right. was reacting, but I was yeah. like, whatever. Like so was, the people, in, there was like people two rows in front of me is a boyfriend, girlfriend. And anytime anything of note happened in the movie, the yeah. girlfriend would whack the boyfriend. Like, Oh, that's a good one. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was kind of lame. Like, Oh my God, they're talking about Iron Man. Like, yeah. Oh my God. He, I remember oh God. that. He, yeah. From the other movie. Well then there was a part which we'll get into, which was like, very, so this lady was like a very active watcher of the film. Yeah. And then something happens, which we'll discuss in spoilers, which is like a pretty cool kind of moment. And it was lost on her. And I'll get to that. Yes. Like, and I think you could probably already figure out. I already know what it is. Yeah. But it was like lost on her. It was like, all right, so you're so in the moment, but you don't remember any other movies. Like you're just, you're just just locked in right now. All right. Right. Let's circle back. That's a great story, by the way. Thank you, Kyle. Shout out to Kyle. (laughs) Kyle's going to be like, poor Kyle. I hope he's listening right now. (laughs) Poor, poor Kyle. Uh, we'll be thinking about him the rest of the way here. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Ryan, we begin spoiler-free, and I will start by asking you, did you like it? Yes, but not as much as I wanted to. Whew, let me think about that answer. Let us... Under, you know what? Understandable. Yep. My my quick answer would be yes. Yes, did I, I like it. it? Yes. yes, there was more good than bad. I did enjoy this movie. Yes. yes. I did like it. And I tell you what, the MCU, ever since, like trying to think was it at was it like ant-man was sort of the cutoff where it's like every movie has been like a b or higher oh yeah you know and like you might you certainly like some more than others some have been unbelievable like six stones others are more like four and a half five but 
they haven't had like a real drop off in such a no. long time. And what I want to say, because I know we and the Marvel movies are just like objectively good. Like they're just yeah, well made. They are. The story is really good. And what I think they do, and you and I have both gone on record before this goes any further and said that we enjoy DC comics as much as we do Marvel. In fact, there might be, I think if I gave you 10 DC actual comic story arcs, mm-hmm. graphic novels, whatever, like collected editions versus Marvel, my 10 DC, I think would be stronger. Right. And the, the issue, I think what Marvel does so well and why Marvel has all but beaten DC into dust in terms of cinema mm-hmm. is they have a feel for what the audience needs and wants Yeah, where DC doesn't, you know, like where like we, I know like this was kind of like the end of phase three and kind of a palate cleanser in a nice way to kind of bring about change. And they knew that it needed to be a little bit lighter. Yeah. They, they do a really good job. Like in all the movies where there's going to be some laughs, yes. but there's also like pretty high stakes and there's also like you you actually care about the characters like you care what happens to them right and whereas in DC you're like I know I should care about Batman because it's Batman but if I didn't know anything about Batman and I just watched it like perfect example is Batman and Superman are the most famous hero superheroes of all yep. time and like Iron Man when this whole thing started in 2008 where would you rank Iron Man? He was like, like a B-level character. Yeah. And now people are obsessed, like obsessed right. with him. And that's all, I think that's it's Robert Downey Jr. for sure. And what's but funny, it's also, you know, it's, it's, I, I forget who I said this to the other day, but like usually you have the actor who becomes the character. Yeah. And I feel like the character of Iron Man became like Robert Downey Jr. They morphed Down. him. Even the yeah. comics, he's more, yeah, he's even more like Downey. Nick, Nick Fury's black now in the comics and everything. So yeah. it's like that character became Samuel L. Jackson. So this always drove me nuts, and like we'll talk about some of the other Spider-Man movies. And you, you Mac and Goo did a great job on that episode, uh, best in series. If you guys haven't listened, go check that out. Talking about all the Spider-Man movies, but I still remember it was like after Spider-Man three and before the Amazing Spider-Man came out, and Kirsten Dunst was doing an interview, and she was talking about how you know the fans really like them playing those characters, and they probably like wouldn't accept other actors or actresses doing those characters. <laughs> and I was like, so floored. And like, I like, I have no problem with Kirsten Dunst, but when I heard that, I was like, you're so naive to like what it is. Yeah. And, Cause like, again, Downey jr. Might be like a, an exception. And because these guys have been in so many movies and they've done such a good job, but think about it. Like Tobey Maguire, like at the time you're like, yeah, that's good. I like it. And then Andrew Garfield comes out in the first movie. I was like, good, fine. I like it. Yeah. And then Tom too Holland, tall. like I say, a little too tall for me. He yeah. was tall for you. And yeah. then Tom Holland comes out and you're like, this guy's the best one. Like he's yeah. not even close. Like it's far and away the best one. So yep. it's the characters. Like, yes, like so maybe, you know, it getting to a billion dollars has a lot to do with like the actors involved, but just getting people into the door. If you just said Spider-Man, if they made a Spider-Man movie every week, people would see it. I would. I mean, right. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't make the yeah. money that this one made, and like the backing, and like no. how well it's developed. But like, the the, the character is such Spider Man. Now, he's got to be a top four superhero, like popularity wise. Don't you think? Always has been. I think. He, I think. Yeah. Before before the movie started coming out, I think he was Marvel's number one property. I um, yeah. I think you're right. I think and the longest running. I know that. Yeah. So he's he is Marvel. You know, in in, in my mind. And I, I think, think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. I would say 
Because it's obviously like Batman, Superman, like far and away. Well, I think my my comparison is that Spider-Man is to Marvel what Batman is to DC. Like he's not like the, yeah, you know, the, I'm trying to think of one who would be like, like the Hulk maybe is like the most recognizable Marvel character. But Spider-Man's got to be up there. I think Hulk is. Wolverine has got to be up there. Wolverine too. Yeah. Yeah. I I think Wolverine. Yeah. But Spider-Man for sure. Or Captain America or whatever, you know? Yep. Captain America is too. Uh, what did you think of the Spider-Man Far From Home story? Ryan? I like the story. I was surprised by it. I was very much surprised by it because I thought it was going to go one way. And we'll get into that with spoilers. Um, yeah. But what they did, it was actually, it was good. It was good how they did it. Yeah, I thought, I I did think it was like predictable in a way. In a way, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, Like how, how it got there, like it took a little, a few turns, but like overall I was like, I kind of predicted certain yeah. things. And at my, it wasn't how it did it, but when. Yeah. Is what worked for me. Oh, that's true. Yeah. As for like the characters in the movie, we'd already seen so many of them. And Tom Holland is one of the best. He is the best Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already seen Ned. We've seen MJ. We've seen Aunt May. We've seen Happy. We've seen Nick Fury. We've seen so many of them. So really, like the biggest difference is Jake Gyllenhaal, and I I thought he was really good. I thought he was good. He does pretty good crazy. Yes, <clears throat> and like kind of like controlled, and like he looks, it you know he looks like he's got everything under control. Yep, mm-hmm. you know, and and so yeah, so we'll get into him in spoilers also. But but he was very good. What do you think of the the action in the movie, like the way they the characters use their powers and some of like the fight sequences. Um, I liked a lot of the action sequences are actually really cool. Um, the powers issue, I I I, ha- I took some issue with a, one thing in particular, okay. uh, which which we'll get to. Um, but yeah, overall, I would say solid, super solid. solid. Yeah. The comedy I thought was was pretty good, and I think you're going to get that with with Spider Man, and he's not the only funny character. I'm I'm glad that Happy got as much run as he did. But you and I, we've been Favreau fans since yes, Swingers since Swingers. Um, but I there was other parts of the comedy that I thought were a little way too goofy, way too goofy. Yeah, um, you know who I I definitely didn't I definitely don't hate him, so I don't want it to come across yeah. as like I, this guy sucks, but like. I wasn't. I didn't love Ned. Like guy in the chair, I thought was better in Homecoming. See than he was what this. what kind of killed it for me was the teachers. Was yeah. Martin Starr well, and JB JB Smoove? Because right, any time good, but yeah, they that was that was some forced stuff. Like JB Smoove made the same joke every time he was on camera. Yeah, yep. and it was like this isn't a spoiler, but like they're the teachers on the trip with them, mm-hmm. and every, every and basically it was however much screen time JB Smoove had, call it like twenty minutes. Yeah. Of him going, don't look at me. Right. I'm the, you know, don't look at me. Like, or I'm not the one making this decision, you know? And that was like the whole thing, like over and over and over again. Yeah, that wasn't great. That was yeah. not great. I did think one of the strong points, and this was really a tough task. If you think about what we just saw with Endgame, and you're mm-hmm. like, all right, and how obviously the whole universe has been changed. Like, the whole universe wasn't changed after you know, pick a random movie in the MCU, right? Yeah. But like Infinity War and Endgame, like they changed everything. And so Endgame changed everything. And so I was really, again, curious like a cat. Uh, so my friends call me Whiskers about how they were going to follow up Endgame. And I I think it was actually pretty satisfying. I think they did a good job. And it, they, did it, they did it quickly. Yes. Which was, they, there was a lot of stuff, a lot of explanation. Because you remember you went for Endgame, you're like, oh, how are they going to do this? 
Oh, we had a well, million like, questions. We had a yeah. million questions. Be like, well, if this happened to you and it didn't happen to me, and then like, what? What's the deal here? And right. like, what's going on? Like, how does the schools go on? Like, what? What's going on? And the on? way they explained it, yeah, took thirty seconds. Yeah, and they did it in a creative way where you're like, oh, okay, yeah. And they even gave it a name, which was awesome. Which I is, like. We'll get I it, like yeah. that. I yeah. like that very much. Uh, so, two questions for you here, Ryan. Uh, let's let's compare it to other Spider-Man movies. Okay. And so that would be Sam Raimi's trilogy, yep. both amazing Spider-Mans, and Into the Spider-Verse. Sure. And then let's also kind of rank it in the group of the MCU. And this was the twenty-third MCU movie. What do you want to do first, Spider-Man or do MCU? Spider- do Spider-Man. All right, Spider-Man movies. Where would you have this ranked? Four. Four. So obviously you like Spider-Verse better, Spider-Man 2 better, and Homecoming better? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. So it sucks, but like that's that's where it falls. It falls to four. And that's kind of where it needed to be. Like listening to your guys' episode, like Spider-Man 1, and even like honestly, the amazing Spider-Man 1, I didn't think was bad. So like those were solid movies. Yeah. And it's really just amazing two and Spider-Man three are trash. But for Far From Home to be successful, it needed to be be in the top four. And I also would have it in the top four. I think mm-hmm. it might uh, Spider-Man two. Spider-Man two. The villain was better, but I just I love Tom Holland. Like Tom Holland's so good. No, he's great. Spider-Man. He's absolutely great. But he was better in Homecoming than he was from Far From Home. Yes. All right. That's true. So, so that's fair. So four. So let's say at worst, it's the fourth best Spider-Man. Yeah, at, the, at the worst. At yeah. worst. Mm-hmm. You could probably make an argument. I think I could make an argument for three. I would not say it's better than Homecoming or Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. As for the MCU, 23 movies. Now, we don't have to go through all 23 here. No, but, but I, I actually say, have, I do have my list in front of me. So I, yeah. I have what number it is and what number it's near. Okay. And this could be recency bias. I have it 11. Of okay. 23. So let me t- ask me, this is what I would say. It's slightly better than Captain Marvel, and that's it. Yep. And so for me, I have Captain Marvel at 15. So this yes. is this is the ra- range I have it in. Okay. I right now have Homecoming at 10. Okay. I have Far From Home 11. I have Guardians 2 at 12. I have Ant-Man and the Wasp at 13. I have the original Ant-Man at 14. And then I have Captain Marvel 15. Doctor Strange, which I didn't like as much as a lot of people did, I have at 16. And I think that's the cutoff point. I think there are 16 B to A-plus movies in the MCU. And then 17 through 23 are all kind of like you had to watch them to get there. So I think think this is a tier two Marvel movie. Okay. You have your tier one, which is like... Guardians, Guardians, Infinity War, Infinity Endgame, War, Endgame, Iron, Iron Man, Man, yeah, like uh, Civil like, War, Winter Soldier, Avengers, yeah, like all of those. The first Avengers, like those are like tier one, and then I think, I think it's it, like at the top of top of tier two. I think it fits well with again, like sort of like the the new, like the end of Phase Three MCU movies, like Black Panther and yep. Thor Ragnarok yep. and. Captain Marvel, like it fits in well with those. So if somebody was really high on it, you could probably have it at best like eight and then at worst, at worst 16. Yeah. And my, it's, it's right in that. So it's okay. 23 movies. You can split it up into eight, 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 seven. Yeah. And so I, it's, it's at the very top of tier two. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we agree. I, yeah. That's about, that's about right. Um, 
I mean, obviously it's a theater movie. Don't even yep. need to ask you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mid credits and post credits. Stick around for those. They are worth it. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is for sure true. Ryan, the, the moment that everybody's been waiting for, what is your hashtag dork score for Painfully, Spider-Man Far From Home? Four and a half. Four and a half. For Mr. Spider-Man himself going four and a half. Well, I think I gave, I gave Homecoming a five. Or a five and a half. Or No, did I give it a six? I think we might have gone sixes. I gotta go. I we I gotta go back. I gotta go back. Guys, but it's not. It's not as good. I I think I gave it a. I would say soft five, hard four and a half. Soft five. I'm. I have a real flaccid five for this, and it yep. could it could be recency bias. It could be, but I have I got it at a four and a half. I we have both seen a lot of movies in 2019. A lot of movies, and only Endgame and. Uh, John Wick three are the only two that I would put above this. Now that doesn't necessarily mean it's great. Like they have, there hasn't been twenty great movies, but there's only two that I think are definitely better. Oh, John Wick was so fucking good. I love John, John Wick, Wick was better. But so yeah. John Wick was like a rock hard five, and this is like a yep. soft five. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where I'm at there. Anything else? Uh, non spoiler. Again, most people have probably seen this number one movie. It's gonna be the number one movie. It's, it's, I mean, know, yeah, MC. definitely see it because we have it in the movie draft and we need the points. So we're eating up all the points. We're eating the points. Oh, do we have this in the movie draft? Yeah, we're, I made you get this. Remember, we're eating up all the points here. Oh, this is our, good. This is our big one until uh, Frozen Two, which I Electric demanded. Electric Boogaloo. I know. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Yep. But that, oh, so that's good because this has got nineties and both of the nineties and both. Who knows what the Metacritic score is? Cause I don't give that a rat's ass about the goddamn Metacritic. <laughs> That's so dumb by the way. So, uh, Davey and I take part every year in the, uh, Mac and goo movie draft. Um, and so us Mac and goo and the boxers, we all draft movies. And then based on this ridiculous formula, basically that- all you need to understand is that if Mac doesn't win, he changes the rules so that yeah. he gives himself a better chance to right. win next year. And so it's we, like how we won it last year. Yeah. And here's the thing. Honestly, for the movies that we talk about on our podcast, it should literally just be what makes the most money. Yes. We should just take just it should be a box office thing. Yep. Or if you wanted to do Rotten Tomatoes, make it be the audience score. Because what do we care what the critics say? Exactly. All we care about, all we care about is pleasing the people. Pleasing the people. It, this Mac Mac running the movie draft is like the when my brother runs the family fantasy football league and right. has like my nephew and like his girlfriend on like teams, <laughs> but like he they don't run the teams, he does just right. to have enough teams. So he trades among There's the three tra- teams. Yeah, you're like, this is I'm not I don't want to be a part of this. And he sets the draft manually so he gets like the first and last picks, you know, like, stuff like is, that. This is for the birds. Yeah. I don't want to be a part. I don't want to be a part of this. Uh, Ryan, are you ready for the spoiler portion? Yeah, let's do it. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. So we'll begin spoilers. The uh, in talking about the response to the uh, events from Endgame, I re- I liked uh, Betty Brant and the other dude sitting there. School announcements. They go out with the schools in memoriam, which was at first you weren't sure what this was. You're like, wow, this is really poorly done. You're like, what is yeah. going on? And it's just uh, was it like a Bette Midler song. No, it was Whitney Houston. I will always love you. No, no, no. I'm sorry, Ben yeah. Miller. No, that was later on. It was it was a Whitney Houston song. Yeah, yeah. And then they're just showing Getty images of Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow, and Vision. So first of all, Captain America dead? Question mark or gone? Just gone? He was just he was just old. Yeah, I think he's just gone at that all point. Right. So there we go. But yeah. But I also liked how they went through the whole 
thing and they like talked about the blip, which the is what blip. they're calling it. Yeah. And they, cause this is perfect. And this is also such in response to what I think like Twitter and all these like message boards and people like freaking out and like answering questions. Like remember how pissed off people were when in homecoming, they screwed up the years from the events of yeah, right. Avengers and like whatever. And so people do care about the stuff and they're going to have questions. So they're like, here it is. Like, yeah, a kid could be your younger brother. Now he's your older brother or yeah. like they, and when they got blipped back, they were in the exact spot that they were. And so there was like the story about how, Oh, you showed up in an apartment, which somebody had bought, or there was like the basketball court and like yeah. all of a sudden like a band is playing and like all that. So like, or like my favorite response to it was the kid doing the news with Betty Brandt, who was like, or it was Betty Brandt, who was like, we had already taken midterms and now we have to do the whole year again, <laughs> which is bullshit. Like basically this is bullshit, which is like a typical teenage response. Like it has yes. nothing like these world problems. Like, well, now I have to take my midterms again. Right. Awesome. You know, it's <laughs> so like just like, but that's smart though. Cause those are for people like us who do a podcast about these movies. Like these are the questions we're going to ask. And like, yeah, you can still enjoy it if they don't answer them. But like to me, it really helps when they like go in there. Like, yes, this is what the people are dealing with. It was a yep. five year gap. They did go back to school. Like they talk about like the one kid that likes MJ. Like they couldn't believe it because the last time they saw him, he was like 12 and now he's yeah. 17 or whatever, like that, that kind of stuff. But I did like how it was a little tongue in cheek. It was like a little, like almost a tiny little middle finger to those people who are like nee, the continuity, you know? Yes, it was. But also I think MCU wise, Spider-Man or Ant-Man would have made the most sense to like explain it and not like them specifically, but a movie about them where it's a little bit more lighthearted anyway, there's a little bit more humor or maybe guardians, but like they're not on earth. So Ant-Man and Spider-Man, I think are like the best to sort of describe it to you. Yeah. And it would have been, we would have had a great opportunity for Michael Pena to like explain all of this to somebody. (laughs) Yes. He would have been the best actually. Yeah. (laughs) He would have been really good. Uh, Ryan, we we've talked a lot about, and I've referenced this before, but the very first episode we've ever done, we ever did for hashtag dork mm-hmm. like going on three years ago or four years ago almost four yeah was marvel villains so as yep. good as marvel is they don't always have the best villains in right. like some of the really good ones magneto dr doom aren't even in the mcu at least yet so how did you think mysterio stacked up uh villain wise uh, mcu well he's in terms of Spider-Man, we'll talk. We'll talk about Spider-Man first. He's one of the Sinister Six, and he's one mm-hmm. of the people who his biggest thing. And this is what I had. Uh, we talked about like powers and abilities and stuff, and why I had issue with one of them, um, the Spider Sense, um, yeah. and one of Mysterio's is, is Tingle. Yeah, is Peter Tingle. They kept talking to the Peter Tingle, <laughs> um, which I thought was funny the first time, and then kind of got old. Well, but, fair. And they they're kind of cheapening that. But the whole point of Mysterio is he's one of the only ones who can fake him out like he's the only like he he doesn't have that when he fights mysterio Mm -hmm. as you saw a lot in this movie yeah um but they kind of like it wasn't so much that like they called it the peter tingle it's that they kind of like cheapened it a little bit you know um when that's that's part of spider-man's arsenal is that he has like you know he can almost react you can almost see things coming right and when why mysterio is so successful in the sinister six and one of the great spider-man villains is he can almost like turn that off Yeah, I did think what was cool about him, too, was uh, so we all assumed like because the trailer, they show certain things with Mysterio. And then, you know, we as comic book readers, like we know a little bit about Mysterio. And so when he's saying, hey, I'm from a different like dimension and they open up the portal, like, first of all, love the idea that they might do that. But 
we were all pretty convinced that that wasn't going to be the case for Mysterio. No, and that was one of the things I really liked about this is yeah. that, like I said, it wasn't so much how you got that heel turn. It's when you got it. So you actually got that like halfway through the movie. Right. I and thought like, we were going to cool. drag that out for two hours. And be like, I, everyone knows. Like, yeah. Like it's Mysterio. Like there's no other villain. Like we know that it's not these elementals. Like we know, yeah. we know it's Mysterio, but um, I, I like that. So really the swerve for me was just the relationship Mysterio had with Tony Stark, Iron Man. Like that was the biggest thing for me. I assumed he was going to come in here and be like, Hey, I'm going to fight these guys that I create. So I look like I'm a hero, right? I'm going to lie about being in another dimension. I might get into shield. I might get into the Avengers or whatever. Like I assumed that's what it was going to be. But then when you got into like, Oh, Tony Stark treated him like shit. And he treated all these other people like shit. Like that is that I thought was pretty good. And it also is so consistent with the MCU because Tony Stark has created more villains than he's actually like really helped anybody. Well, what's good too, because for the development of Peter, Peter Parker to develop as a, as a character, he has to kind of get out from under Tony Stark. Right. Right. And for him to see the kind of that crack in like the, in the armor, so to speak about how like, and happy even says it like he second guessed himself all the time. Like he was kind of like, he was my best friend and that he was kind of a dick. Right. You know? So like, yeah. And he wanted you to be kind of a better version than that. And I think, uh, Quentin, uh, Gyllenhaal, Mysterio, whatever, says yeah. to him, like, you know, the, the hard part about this is you're actually a good person. Like, I don't want to do this mm-hmm. to you, but, like, you're actually a good person and you're kind of forcing my hand. Um, but it was great. Like, the disgruntled employees. And they had, they brought back, uh, what's the guy, Peter Billingsley, the guy who played Ralphie in A Christmas Story. Yes. That's him with the shaved head with that the bald guy. That's pretty cool. Like, they brought back a few guys, like, from Iron Man 1 and from Civil War. Like, that little, like, quick little, like, I don't know, you're not a montage, but like just zipping through all the ex Stark yep. employees. Like that was really good. No, it was really good. And it was a, it was a great way to do that. You know, the, and people, when people go, when people pass on, you know, you remember the best things about him. You don't remember like the shitty things about him. Right. Um, which is, we all have a habit of doing. Um, and it was nice to kind of be reminded that like, it was great because all of us who grew up reading comic books know that like Tony, like Tony Stark's kind of an asshole. Right. You know, and we've kind of made him out to be like this, you know, he, sacrifice this martyr but like yeah, yeah. like yeah like he also created he created yeah. ultron like yeah. every one of the villains in one two and three it was like a direct result because of something like he did like right yeah it, it, certainly everything wasn't perfect but as for mysterio and we saw this in the previews but the the costume was awesome like awesome the, he looked legit and even like I love how it was so over the top and they even, they even mentioned it, like how ridiculous it is. Like yeah. when he was like, can you get this thing off me now? Like it was so ridiculous. And like the lady doing the cape. Like, the steam in the cape. cape. He's like, yeah. I'm going to need the cape. I'm going to need that cape. <laughs> I did think that the Mysterio death, and you assume he's dead, right? Uh, or no. I don't think he is. He may not be because of. I hope he's not. Because of what happened at the end, at the yeah. very, very end, which we'll, we'll get to. But if he does die, because he sort of got shot like with his own drone. Yep. It reminded me of Spider-Man One with Tobey Maguire when Green Goblin, I think, got and I th- killed yeah. by his own glider. I think that's a callback. Okay, that's a callback to that. Eh, it could be. Yeah, could be. Uh, best worst parts from this. The First best, of all, yeah. one of the best parts, Ryan, was mm-hmm. probably the mid-credit scene. Oh, it was so awesome! Yeah. It was so awesome. I it blew my mind. I'm like, 
And it's funny because if you remember, if you did listen to the Mac and Goo best in series Spider-Man that we did, Mac actually made mention of the fact he's like, you know, it'd be awesome. He's like in the Spider-Man video game where they have like, he's like J Jonah Jameson is like a, he's like an Alex Jones. Like he's doing a podcast. He's got all these mm-hmm. conspiracy theories. He's like, that would be awesome. He's like, if they brought that back and had, he's like, I don't think you can do it, but you have, what's his name? Oh, uh, uh, for God's sakes. I'm I'm such an asshole. J.K. I, Simmons. I, J.K. You bring Simmons. J.K. Oh, you bring J. Can you bring J.K. You can't bring J.K. Simmons back, but you get someone like that. But he would be so perfect. And and Mac called it. Yeah, that's that 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 an absolutely great call. And that's one of the ones where if you take all of like the non MCU movies, because now you're saying, all right, well, the whole thing with Disney and Fox and blah 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 blah, yeah. and like they and Sony, you're like, like who. Who was so well cast that you don't want to recast him? And like, and that's exactly it, what I would have said. It's a small list, though. It's like, yeah, Hugh Jackman has really become Wolverine. Ryan Reynolds is obviously Deadpool. Like, so there's a few guys, but J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson is definitely on that list. I have never seen. Uh, there have been perfectly cast roles before, but that was that's it. one of them. That was like, he awesome. does that so, so perfectly. I had to give that like a double take. And I anyway, wouldn't. I was in a theater of like thirty people, and and like. Uh, Kyle's dad didn't, but like everyone was like, Oh, like everyone was like, I was like, no, like I heard the voice. Like, well, I that's, I, so that's my point. So the, yeah. the lady that I was sitting next to, she's doing the whole thing. Like, you know, when, when Peter and MJ are on the screen and he's yeah. like, he's like, just give her the black Dahlia. Like, she's like, she's like begging for it. Like, just give it to her now. Like, I'm like, shut up. So her like kid or whoever she was with was like, like, don't you know, like, that's from someone, like, that's from whatever. And she's like, huh? He's like, that's, that's what's his name from, like, the first she, Spider-Man first, movies. Oh, yeah. And she's like, how am I supposed to remember that? <laughs> I was like, God damn it. I, I seriously hope that that, that sticks. I yeah. hope they bring him back for the next one. That was awesome. Like, that was, and, like, to Max, I guess, original point, it did really give it a, ps4 spider-man feel to it yeah and it was great too is that like they updated it because no one's gonna buy the fact that peter parker works for a newspaper no one reads newspapers anymore yeah like, that's, it doesn't read newspapers like it has to be a podcast it has to be something digital like, yeah you, you're print, right you know but i also think and like and so the other big part so not only is it a J. Jonah jameson reveal but it is a hey world spider-man is peter parker yeah so that is that is so significant. Like, so and he that's can't go to high school anymore. Like, he can't do that stuff. But what a great thing that it did. And what what pissed me off a little bit too is like it was so obvious. And even like the kid says it. Like, is anyone going to mention that Peter just like disappears when all this shit happens? Yeah. Like they it, they had to find out. And I was getting I was getting frustrated with like how stupid everybody in the movie was. Yeah, people were pretty dumb. I mean, I guess with the exception of MJ, but like people people were dumb. The teachers were obviously really dumb. Super dumb. And that that obviously I. That hurts I don't you. like that. Yeah. yeah um, that no, but Ryan, let me say this. Like, yeah. if I told you that the mid credit scene was the best part, would you would you argue that? Yeah. You would? I would. Okay. It's but one it, of the best it was parts. One of the best it was parts. One of the best parts. Okay. Um, it's I almost thought, like it's almost like, you know, uh spoiler for Rogue One. Like when like the Darth Maul scene or whatever, you're like, that to me was the only like great part of the movie. And you're like, that's not even that was not even really like a it shouldn't have been the best part, but it was. It shouldn't have been. Yeah. Um, I liked 
Yeah, what else did you like? What were so, the best parts? To, to, but to put a put a uh, a bow on that, I thought one of the best parts of that mid credit scene was the fact that Tony Stark's defining moment in both uh, the first Iron Man movie and Endgame was the line "I am Iron Man" when he says "I'm Iron Man." Yes, and how is that? It's a nice little flip that Peter Parker does not get to reveal himself to the world. He's revealed, so it's like oh, a nice little good. twist. No, I, um, I like that. And how much. different, how different they are. Yeah. Um, and Tony Stark, not giving a shit about anybody can get up in front of a news corps and say that at a press conference, Peter right. Parker, who has all these close relationships. Now he's in danger. Now he's endangered everybody he knows. And yeah, you're absolutely right. That is, that is really good. Like that's a good way to also, it's a good way to end phase three. Yes. For and, the MCU. but my, to one of my best favorite parts of the movie was, the oh, idea just, that sorry 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 let me just jump oh, yeah, in go ahead because that's on that po- on that go ahead. point because <laughs> when you hesitated about is mysterio dead or not yeah and i i agree with you because of the way the footage was doctored to yes. sort of like the mysterio was in it and then spider-man is saying like you know execute them all like obviously he's referring to the drones but like that's all you hear is that part yeah so somebody read mysterio had to do that yeah, so in post, he had to edit it in post. He did. He had to edit it in post just to shame Peter Parker. Yeah. So maybe he died, but I'm with you. There's probably a decent chance he's alive. All right. And um, but my favorite, my favorite part of the movie was this kind of idea that, and what I love about the Spider-Man character so much is that like most most of what happens to him, he's not ready for. Yeah. Most like you know when he first gets his powers, like he doesn't want them, and he does never ask for this, and he never wanted to do any of the. And he keeps saying like, "I just want to go on vacation. I just want a normal life." And mm-hmm. he slowly realizes um, he's a high school one, kid. He likes he yeah. likes a girl, and like that's what he wants to do. But you know this also this weight of being the next Iron Man. They mention it so many times. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the next Iron Man? Who's going to be the next Iron Man? And for a 16, 17 year old kid to put that on his back is really tough. So to see those kind of like tender moments between him and happy. Yeah. Like talking about that. And, um, or even Nick Fury who like kind of, yeah, like good cop, bad cop or like Nick Fury who doesn't want to being Nick Fury, but is like, no, get your head out of your ass. No, no, he doesn't. I did think most of the, most of the stuff with happy was really good. It was really good. And like like him, him building his suit. Yes. That was badass. And I think that's one thing I said, I wanted to say, I wanted to see him build his own suit. Yeah. Yeah. And he did. That was good. Yeah. Uh, anything else best? Because I have a couple. Wor- and again, like worst isn't necessarily like, oh, the movie sucks. I gave it a five. So like I like the movie, but just a couple of things I didn't like. Do you have anything else that you really liked? Um, I like the suits. I liked yeah. um, uh, the drone fight at the end it was actually really, co- really good, really on brand. They um, did the Spider-Man. they went to the Mysterio, like what's real, what isn't real, like one too many times for me. But the first time it happened, it had like a like a scarecrow, like Batman scarecrow yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. With Iron Man coming out of the grave and coming at him. Yeah. Like that was that was pretty that was good. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like they did it again. You're like, all right, this isn't real again. You're like, okay. Yeah. Got but it. But the last one was pretty good though. Last one was good. Him on the ground. He caught the, the Peter Tingle kick back in. Yeah. Yeah. So this was one thing that was in like they, they have too many trailers now. And again, yeah. maybe I should plug my ears like Kyle's dad does. And not watch ah, him anymore. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but I swear to God, in one of the trailers, MJ says to Peter, "Like I, you're, I know you're that you're Spider Man." It's pretty obvious. And, yeah. yeah, and you're like, on the one hand, I understand that Peter and Mary Jane, even though she's not even Mary it's Jane, but whatever. Like, I know that they, like, she is aware of his thing. But in this universe, 
we didn't know for sure they were going to do it until the goddamn trailer. Like, yeah, so that that bothered me. I also did think it was a little convenient that um, that MJ found like that debris that came off of Mysterio, which helped them crack the whole thing wide open. Right. Like, that's a little like, OK, like I, they had to do it somehow. But that was a little like so she follows him out. OK, she probably does follow him out. But then she's like doesn't get hurt from this big like destruction and then she's able to like oh i'm gonna grab this you're like okay i guess i also thought a lot of the nick fury stuff and again i know like nick fury's in quotes here but yeah a lot of the nick fury stuff was a little much for me and it was i'm glad that the end credit scene did what it did because the whole time i was watching the movie and i'm like it's kind of messed like that's not the nick fury in hindsight i was like that's kind of weird. Like I was watching the movies. Like, why would he say that? Yeah. Like Nick Fury wouldn't say that. All I was thinking too, was like, man, like shield is so dumb. Like how many times are they going to get like infiltrated? Like, right. And I'm just nonstop. Like, but it's like, that was like that. Like they got to know, right? Yeah. Like they have like, yeah. it, and he says things to him at times where you're like, that's not what he would say in that situation. But then I'm kind of glad that they did that end credit scene, but they absolutely, let me ask you this. Yeah. Go ahead. How many since? Okay, Captain Marvel happened in the 90s, right? 94, 95, 96. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yep. How many of these times has it not been Nick Fury? Well, that's the thing. As soon as you open up scrolls, all the times it could be. It, it could, could, never, it could it, not it might never be Nick Fury. Yeah, that's crazy. Like that, that throws now the whole I'm thing. I'm starting away. to question, like, when was Nick Fury actually there? You know, right. and then. And so that's um, what, again, that's what the post credits does. The post credits, because I was wondering if. All right, you end phase three, you start phase four. Is there a way to make it not as like intergalactic type of thing? You do see, you can do secret wars now. I think you will probably do secret wars, but I also, I think, but my point is, you're probably not going to have too many small scale movies, or at least it's going to be tough to do it. I think it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be. Like scrolls really just fucking opens it up to so many different things. Uh, it really does. Um, but like you, there's so many things that have to happen between now and then. So somebody, some keen person during that scene with uh, the mid credit scene where he's swinging through. Yeah. There's a, uh, someone caught this. There's like a sign outside of the Avengers building that says like under new management or something, or something along those lines. Hmm. And it says like, you won't believe, you don't, you won't believe what we have next. And then it goes, there's signs that go one, two, three, question mark oh for phase could be phase phase one two three question mark what, what's phase four gonna be could also be fantastic <sighs> so while there are no plans for like a fantastic four movie in the mcu they could have they could show up yeah like the movies like it's kind of up in the air on like what they're gonna do for phase four i know they're gonna they're trying to make a black widow movie but even that is gonna be that's like a, a prequel right all right that's, that's, yeah, right in a different exactly. time yeah so I guess my question would be twofold. First of all, do you want to see a Spider-Man three? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so do I. But I think um, it'll be it'll be like a um, like a Captain America where it's like Spider-Man colon and then something else with a bunch of assholes. Yeah, like New Avengers or something. Yeah, or like you know Secret War uh, Spider-Man. Because um, they they have opened the door up for so many things after Endgame, like how they decided to do it, like after the blip. Yeah. So like now basically, so this movie essentially came out in 2023 or like, that's the year that this movie yes. takes place in. So you could just 
you could make a bunch of movies in that year until we actually as a society catch up to that year. And then you can just keep going from there. Yeah. Um, also homecoming did such a good job of keeping the vulture alive, but also teasing Scorpion, the prowler and miles Morales and shocker and shocker mm-hmm. that maybe you, you can pick and choose and bring some of those guys back. Yeah. And maybe we can do a sinister six. A yeah. real Sinister Six. That's probably the next thing. Like the because MCU now they're is like, I don't know. Like, is there is there going to be another movie? I, I probably asked you this before, probably during Endgame. Is there going to be another movie with in the near future with Avengers in the title? I think there'll be a new Avengers. I think new. I that's what I think. I think new Avengers, and maybe mm-hmm. maybe like you said, maybe it'll be Spider Man: Colon New Avengers. New Avengers. Spider Man or Spider Man and the New Avengers. And the yeah, Avengers West Coast. Because also, I don't know how these Disney Plus movie uh, shows are going to work into it, too. Like, with Falcon and, like, uh, Winter Soldier. So, they're doing their own show, right? Yeah. But, like, I wonder if they'll tie that back in. Like, if they're popular, like, they might swing it back in. I'm to, watching the shit out of those shows. Oh, my God. Believe you me. Can't wait. Get $69 for the year. Nice. Yeah. What's it, like, seven ninety nine for the month? Yeah, 69 for the year, though. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Didn't even do that math. Nice. So... Where the MCU is going, right? Or so MCU is probably going Secret Wars, right? Don't you think that's what we're Secret saying? Secret Wars or New Avengers or uh Yeah, something along those lines. Um anything else from Far From Home? Uh I really liked it. The part I didn't I didn't really like. Um, like I said, the, the it was a little too goofy at times. Um the teachers really pissed me off, Martin Starr and JB Smoove. That was supposed to be a science trip. They did not do a single thing. I think they made it. There's a line about it, but there's like nothing scientific about that trip. No, there really wasn't. Although it was being manipulated. Oh, one thing. And I think we've come to realize that like Iron Man, his equipment is like so like unfair almost. And but it's like, like way more advanced than we knew it was. Yeah. Like the, Edith, like, the Edith glasses. I want some Edith glasses. They're a little much. I know. I just I mean, think I'm, I'm on board for it. Like I'm, I'm, as the kids would say, I'm here for it, but I'm here for it. Yeah. But it's a little much, a little much. Yeah. Yeah. A little too on the nose, but anyway, it was good. Unfortunately, not, unfortunately not like, you know, blow your nips off. I got to go back to the theater and see it. Good. It wasn't that good, but it was good. Yeah, it was good. I good. enjoyed. All right, Ryan, let's get to the pick of the pod. Shall we hit a baby? Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. All right. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also defend a goal. I will receive okay. uh, this week um, something I just watched today, actually, that it wasn't Stranger Things. I was I was packing up the house. I was cleaning. I was doing a whole bunch of stuff. And in the background, I had uh, Mike Epps' new comedy special on Netflix. How is that? You would love it. Okay. He even mentions he, he goes day-day at some point, but it's, it. it's a little controversial. It's a little... Uh, oh, boy. It's a little non-PC, but um, oh, no. there are some... There's one thing he did in the beginning that had me hooked and he was making fun of iced tea. And from then I was like, in. so it's yeah, like okay. super high highs and like, eh, but like, yeah, the funny is that funny that you, you're going to want to watch it. Right. He's that funny. Okay, good. Um, so f- I guess my pick of the pod, I was going to go with just the shows that we're going to be doing. Uh, we're going to be doing Jessica Jones season three. So if you haven't seen that yet, circle back. We're going to be doing an episode on that. That sort of ends Marvel Netflix. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Stranger Things season three. So one, I'm actually just more curious what people thought of it. 
but I saw Bad Times at the El Royale. Yeah, I saw that too. Kind of long. Kind of long. It dragged towards the end. Because it's Drew Goddard, so I thought it might be better. I was I was super psyched about it, and I feel like it was like 70% of a movie. Yeah, so it's like it's not really my pick of the pot. It's more of a I saw it. I didn't know at the time to mention it, so I want to mention it here. It It's available on HBO right now, so you can watch it for free, but it... it I didn't, there wasn't a lot of buzz. So I certainly wasn't expecting yeah. a whole lot. Like, I wasn't like, oh, I got to see this. But I'm like, oh, like, you know, interesting cast, decent premise. Like, let's see it. And I was like, after watching it, I was like, okay. But the and thing I, is, I'm like, curious what other people thought. The thing that th- I will tell you exactly what I thought. The thing that was the most intriguing about the movie never paid off. We'll talk about it off air. But the thing that was the most intriguing okay. thing never paid off. And that pissed me off. By the way, you're a good fan. You're a fan of a whodunit, right? I love. See, that's the thing is, I love yeah. a whodunit. So, have you seen the new Ryan Johnson trailer for that movie Knives Out? I probably have to see that. Don't you I? have to see that. Watch that. Another pick out. of the pod. Did you see that? I saw the trailer for it. Right? Yeah. When is it out? out. Uh, coming out holidays, I think. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll check that. You'll out love for it. Sure. It's like a new Clue. Oh, I fucking loved Clue. I know. <laughs> loved Clue. I, lo- I love a whodunit, Ryan. All That's- right, so it's the basic premise is like it's a f- uh, family comes to a house, right? Yeah. The father who's elderly dies. Now okay. it's like the police are involved. Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Tony Collette, Michael Shannon, uh, a bunch of a bunch of heavy hitters. Uh, oh, yeah, Don Johnson. It. No, I did. I did. I saw. I saw. It. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm in. I'm in on that. Right. Yeah. A good old. Who done it? Yeah. All right. You can uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend. Tell a dork. On uh, we're on iTunes. We're just about everywhere else that you can get your podcasts. Uh, at Dork Podcast on the Twitter. Dork Podcast at Gmail dot com. You can send us an email at any time. I'm sure we'll get into a uh, email uh, email bag at some point here later on this summer. Uh, you can subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash dork podcast. Davey's in a bit of a move, but he's, oh my still, God, I am he's in still thick twitching of it. at times. I'm trying to. I mean, the only thing that I have left here is like this computer and <laughs> my PlayStation isn't even plugged in right now. So I yeah. have like that and like a bed and that's it. And a, and a 12 pack of Verners. That's all I got. What more do you need? You get your Verners. You got that's, your, all, that's all I got. You got so. your <laughs> when are you officially in? I'll be in the 15th. So uh, once, once Coming we get up. all set up, probably uh, end of yep. July, beginning of August, we'll get, her, we'll get her going. All right. Well, Ryan, I have a new, um, I have a new uh, sign-off like, catchphrase. Okay. It's yeah. actually one of the most popular quotes of all time. And I don't Tell know if you have, is it as a, um, I have as one. A, as, a fa- as a father, <laughs> this has been a very good podcast. And if you have one, too, you, you, can, you can weigh in afterwards. But sure. mine is just, um, yeah, maybe I should start. As a father... I'm a fiend for mojitos. Do you have one? No, I can't. No. You're not part of the turbo team. Don't run. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 